0: You're with SPS Radio. Find more great stories in your language at sps.com.au I'm joined on ITV Radio by uh, academic, performer, and artist Teriki Onas. Joining us as uh, Rising is back with a set of six Fast Peoples designed. Trams set to roll out across Nam. Nam is the Aboriginal name for Melbourne. Welcome to TV Radio,
1: Tiriki. Thank you so very much. It's an honour to be here
0: now the 2022 edition uh, is the second installment of rising the rollout of trams across nam with the uh, spectacular artworks by aboriginal artists but this year's rising is a special one as it features artwork that celebrates your late father's uh, work lean on us that's right it's been
1: a a long story in many ways this one for us we've we have revisited and revived and and regenerated for, for this generation a a clan design that my father did what 31 years ago now 1991 it was and when um, when I was contacted by uh, by Jarrah Steele from from rising there was this this question of well I've heard that Lynn's tram still exists it's apparently held down at the newport tram Yards. do you think we could we could revise that and what an incredible joy and and honor it was to be able to to bring that work back and and this morning to see it back on the tracks once more in um in a whole new in a whole new brand new uh, fancy latest generation tram to to once again be up and down the, uh, the tracks and, and Route 109 out to Box Hill and, and down to South Melbourne.
0: Uh, this is one of the trams that people will be actually admiring as they travel across uh, the network. And this mm. is uh, just not artwork. It's also a celebration of connection to country, culture and mm-hmm. identity.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so much of Lynn's work, my father Lynn's work, was about this very thing. It was about trying to To create a space to celebrate all aspects of his identity. Yes, he, he, like me, was a a Yorta Yorta and Jajawarang artist, but in so many ways, it wasn't enough for him just to tell that story. He wanted to be able to celebrate the tremendous work that others in his family had done, the fact that my grandmother was an extraordinary woman in her own right, had come to Australia from Glasgow and Scotland was herself and an activist and an artist and a maker and a lot of my father's work in fact all of my father's work dealt in many ways with reconciling these different parts of his identity not content to to just embrace one or the other he sought to create an artistic style that brought together all the best from both of these backgrounds and became quite well known for his his combination of traditional aboriginal design and i suppose more western realist art practices if you will and you see that very much uh on this tram now
0: yeah and the theme this year it's something that uh strikes me the theme is unapologetically black and Mm. we've got the theme of uh reconciliation work be brave make change both themes seem to blend into one another or they're just the same thing well, I think they are in
1: some ways the same thing. I think it's, there's something lovely about where they both come from. This idea of of being unapologetically black, and that, that that's something that certainly was instilled in in me by Lynn and I know that he got from his own father, Bill. It's I mean, this week is, is quite a full on week for me. Not only have we had the the launch of Lynn's tram, but but. Uh, on the 26th, we also um, have a general release launch of a film that I just made about my grandfather, Bill, called *The Blaze*. And in each of these works, I think one of the things that come is brought home to me again and again is this necessity to be uncompromising and certainly unapologetic, but uncompromising in one's pride and one's expectation for better and a desire to do more. And I think that's very much at the heart of the reconciliation. Uh, slogan as well, that we have to be brave and we can affect change ourselves, that we see that again and again. And if it's not for those generations before us that have stood up and have refused to to see the world in the shape that it is and, and have, have always dared to dream for better, we wouldn't be where we are now, but there's so much we can do in the space still in an ongoing fashion. And that's... That's very exciting for me and now to, to see that back on the tracks and to see other people who will have different relationships with Lynn's work or make their own suppositions as his his various motives and ideas, that's very exciting because I think this isn't just a story that belongs to me or my family or my kids, rather it's, it's a wonderful point of access for all of us, black, white, brindle, whatever our cultural background is we can take pride in these stories and we can find safe ways for us to tell them again to celebrate them to amplify them and to contribute to a vision for what we can be like in society rather than necessarily what may have been expected of us in the past
0: and besides the work of your father Lynn on there's also louise moore patricia Mm -hmm. mccain uh, dr paula bala Tegan Murdoch and Darcy McConnell uh, all artists who are actually unapologetically, who, whose artwork is unapologetically black but also artwork that challenges people's uh, preconceptions of what is Aboriginal art
1: Yes, yes and I think that's incredibly strong It's certainly something I take great strength from. It was a lovely seeing all of the artists at the launch of, of Lynn's Tram this morning. I can't wait to see what they all contribute. I, I followed the, all of their work closely. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. And to see the way that our communities now continue to, to reject the, the stereotypes and, and the boundaries that are sometimes placed around us as First Nations peoples, but to use their voice and their art to continually challenge and provoke and get us to think of of how we can do more and be more is incredibly inspiring and exciting and, and the sort of stuff that I want my kids to see as they grow up. This is the stuff that's going to make them strong. This is the stuff that's going to help them take that authority within themselves to define their own identities and, and not to be content with one that has been handed to them.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about the artwork of uh, Lynn, Lynn's artwork? Because uh, it says here that it's referencing cultural markings, symbolic of country and first peoples, and uh, there are cycles and triangles there are uh, There are opposites that are represented in this artwork.
1: Absolutely. See, a lot of this comes as well from much of but the cultural heritage of both Lynn and I enjoy uh, from our extended Muralum Jinang family, from right up in the top end of Australia, a little outstation called garmini outside uh, Mangred and Remengining. And it was there that my old adopted grandfather, Walmut, took Lynn and I under his, his wing and was so moved by the stories of how much had been taken from us down here in the south that he wanted to give... What he, what he had back to us, so the two of us were were educated in in these stories and we were given stories that we could paint. And intrinsic to Lin's style was the blending of these stories with that with that more kind of Western realist style that he, he'd started with before that. And in the Tran, you see that it has the two moieties, the two Dua and Yirritja, the two halves of, of everything personified in the black and white. Cockatoos, everything held in balance. Dua being the black cockatoo, Yidditcha the white cockatoo, but you know Dua is also the morning star, Yidditcha the evening star day and night black and white, held in in the space that one can't exist without the other and beneath them traditional designs that have come from here in the south east that very much connect to country and place here to narratives of of cool country and from our identity as your order and judge our people that Lynn brought in. And I suppose in many aspects it is a physical personification of Lynn and his search for identity and balance always in his work. And I hope and I believe that it does speak to many of us as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people how we find that balance in ourselves, how we how we live between these different worlds, and indeed how we can have conversations based in strength about all that our families and our communities have done to get us here, uh, as opposed to the to the somewhat deficit-based and short-sighted narratives that perhaps governments and others would uh, would like to see us through.
0: Yeah, and you just mentioned conversations, which is uh, something that these artworks will be sparking and uh, they feature actually Mm -hmm. something that we see every day but uh, they feature QR codes that enable uh, travellers to find out more about the artists and uh, Mm -hmm. their respective works.
1: Absolutely, this is the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing I think Lynn would never knew about, he passed away in 1996 that always, he and I and others have been very passionate about embracing emerging technologies and being able to bring information to people. And I think Aboriginal artists have done this, particularly in these sorts of spaces for for many, many decades now, where we've brought our art to the world, where we've tried to tell stories of us and get people to embrace those stories. Because once they start hanging it on, on their wall, and once there's some value in it, then it's only a short step into people's hearts and minds but now to be able to immerse yourself in these stories through a qr code to be able to to go down that rabbit hole if you will and find the richness of story and history and identity that's there that's very very exciting to me And i'm, I'm just really pleased that we're able to hopefully bring lynn and his work to a whole new audience that may not have known it before
0: yeah, and they'll be on display, well, they'll be rolling up. Uh, they'll be mm. actually crisscrossing the city within the next uh, 12 months. Now, right. anything you'd like to add before I let you go?
1: Just to, uh, to say, yeah, you know, look out for them. There is Lydis Tram, but there are trams by numerous other incredible First Nations artists who are part of this project as well. I feel incredibly honoured that our family story is standing on the same platform as theirs, And that I hope that we can all use this as as a bit of an impetus to start asking more questions and having more conversations because these stories don't belong to just one of us. They belong here, to place and to country. And I think we have a tremendous opportunity to be able to tell those stories again and again and again and make sure that that we don't miss out, that our kids and our grandkids and others can keep telling these stories as well. It's, it's, It's a lovely way to do it through a tram and it's a lovely way of sparking a conversation that we can keep having forever into the future.
0: Teriki Onis, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. It's been a great pleasure for me too. Thank you so much.
1: Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.